Hey everyone, how are you doing today? We have the wonderful Jonathan Twomley for episode number two. And if you guys don't know, he is a licensed attorney in the state of New York. And you know what? We are going to talk about this, what's going on with this CDC order. Jonathan and I have talked about it for hours, kind of off record. So we're going we're gonna to paint the entire story from start to finish and kind of let you know where we think we are at, we are at today. So how are you doing, Jonathan? I, I'm doing great. I, I'm very disappointed that you didn't call me legendary this time. Oh, okay. <laughs> Only wonderful. <laughs> Only wonderful, not legendary. Don't oh, darn it. <laughs> Again, you're a legend in my book. So, <laughs> so, uh, so Jonathan, let's, yeah, let's, let's set right. this thing up. So um, I want to go back to the very beginning, right? Uh, and, and, just kind of break it down folks. So I don't, I forget when it was, I think it was kind of nine months ago, uh, this federal organization called the CDC, right? Center for Disease Control. Control. Yeah. yeah. Came out and issued a nationwide eviction moratorium. Um, you and I talked offline and as I recall the conversation, it went something like this. That's interesting. I didn't yeah. know the CDC had the authority to interact with state commerce. I didn't think the federal government wanted to go against the Fifth Amendment or the taking clause uh, because there is a signed contract between adults. And oh, by the way, we don't think the CDC has ever been granted authority by Congress to do this. Interesting. But we also realized that they'd already done it and it was going to be a long time before people pushed back. But that's kind of what I remember in the beginning. Is that kind of fair? Yeah. I mean, this was like out of the blue. And just shocked everybody for a whole bunch of reasons. One is like, you know, the CDC, like what authority does the CDC have mm -hmm. to, in, to get involved in real estate? We'll talk about the basis for it in a minute. Yeah. The second thing being like, and it's coming from the Trump administration, right? right. Like, That's what people may forget. It started back then. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, wow, like this just, I was just completely floored by, by this happening. And it was out of the blue and there was no warning for it. Now, the justification for it was the idea that you know if people are booted out of their apartments mm -hmm. then they're going to be spreading covid and there was some there was some real evidence behind this that as people were if people were booted out they were moving in with friends yeah they got more and more people in a defined yeah, space yeah. density in in small spaces density, and yeah. leading to more covid infections and i guess that was the the kind of you know hook on which the cdc hung its hat Right. to issue this this order and i don't know and the, the, you know who knows what the inside baseball was there where because you know the cdc doesn't act you know i, I they couldn't possibly have act have acted without like president trump's oh they were prodded they didn't do that out of left field for sure yeah so so just you know weird but then so then so that's the, the hook on which they hung their hat mm -hmm. however this is like way, way outside of the CDC's remit, right? And yeah, and, and they, and just so people realize the federal government, right? The CDC is an agency. They have to be empowered by Congress right. to, to be able to take action. They've never been given this authority. Yeah, this, and so I think pretty much everybody across the spectrum, you know, there were people who welcomed it for the effect of it, but I think anybody who was like thinking about this from the perspective of, the legality of it uh, was like, there's just no way this is going to stand up yeah. to any kind of court scrutiny. 
And, and lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. We've had three lower court, court rulings so far, all of which have found it unconstitutional. Yeah, and so let me, let, me stop, let me stop you right there, because <clears throat> this is something I was saying way back when, is the CDC was banking on two things, in my opinion, right? I'm not an attorney. I'm just a guy who pretends to be one every seven days or whatever. Just kidding. Uh, but basically, the CDC was banking on the fact that the wheels of justice turn slow, Right. They knew that they did, I think they knew they did something illegal, but they were trying to buy time. They were trying to buy months because they knew that the wheels of justice would turn slow. Um, so that's the first thing I, I'm thinking was going on, kind of the inside baseball to use your analogy. Uh, and then the second thing is, could, I, I just wanna ask a question. Could, could landlords in theory pull together a class action lawsuit nationally against the CDC? Could, could something like that happen? Or if you don't know, it's okay. but. They've hurt many landlords. Yeah, I mean, I, I, could they do this? I guess in theory they could, and they could sue in the the DC circuit, and uh, which is the circuit that covers federal agencies, mm. and so they could they could bring the suit there. But what they've done instead <clears throat> is a individual, you know, yeah. groups of landlords in different areas have brought court in their brought um, suit in their local federal district court. And so now, you know, we had a ruling yesterday, uh, basically totally consistent, no, you know, no ambiguity about the rulings. Every court so far has come out and said the CDC did not have authority to do this, you know, independent of how, you know, whatever benefit mm -hmm. it brings uh, COVID wise, it was just beyond the CDC's authority. So, a lot of people are, are, are obviously happy about this because they think that this is mm -hmm. fair and just and right. Uh, and um, it also, remember, this is also independent of the authority the states have to do this. So just because this is just about whether the CDC has the authority yeah, yeah, correct. to do it, not about whether uh, moratoriums are legal or not. That's, that's another correct. fight for another day. But simply on the narrow, very narrow, and I think that's why you see the people going after this first, because it's a very narrow issue and very yeah. an easy issue. Right? Yeah, There's the wheels of justice turn slow, but if you can find one kind of quick win, which this is, i.e. the CDC doesn't have this authority and never been granted it by Congress, it's kind of the first leg to kick out. But again, it's still so slow for mom and pop landlords who have bills to pay. Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, and then, so, you know, what is the effect of this? Well, the effect of this is that immediately really not much because right. the, and I haven't read the orders, but ten, the, ten, the usual way that this works out is that the, the lower court doesn't, you know, either doesn't have the authority to or doesn't want to disturb the status quo. So they'll, they'll, make, they'll rule that it's unconstitutional, but they will keep the status quo in place pending appeal. Mm -hmm. because the CDC obviously was going to appeal. It appealed right away. I'm sure. Uh, it, this has to go up to the higher courts uh, for determination. So the lower courts don't actually have, like a, a ruling by, the, by a lower court that something is unconstitutional doesn't have effect. It just, it just is, it's teeing up the issue for the higher courts to yeah. then rule on the issue that, that and this happened. is why it turns slow and why it's so frustrating as a landlord. There are landlords getting hurt every day by an organization that had no authority that freaking went against the U.S. Constitution, which I thought was an important document, but apparently not. And right now, this you know this will eventually work up. By the time it works up, the crisis will be over. 
landlords will be decimated and they'll say, oh, CDC, shame on you. You shouldn't have done that. That's what I feel. Yeah, well, I mean, that may, that may be the case. It's been extended <laughs> June, but yeah. I think that, you know, uh, we're, we're going to, this issue sort of may, the economics of the situation may work itself out mm. before, uh, you know, before the, uh, the ban is. Yeah, so I saw a lot. It also may be the case that, look, you know, the Biden administration has extended the moratorium till June, mm-hmm. right? They may not extend it past that. You know, yeah. they may look around and say, look, the economy is back. You know, people have gotten their shots and. Yeah, I don't think they extend it. I think, I think they know they're, they're, they're getting really close to, to the end. So yeah. I don't think the CD thing, but again, back to the states, the states will still do what the states do. Yeah. And the states, you know, then when people start talking about, you know, is it unconstitutional or, or not, you know, to do these moratoriums and then, you know, it's the fifth amendment that's a taking mm-hmm. people kind of throw that around a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but the takings are very hard to show. Right, yeah. Know, I've but, talked to a couple of attorneys. They said that's really hard to prove. That's why they're going yeah, after and, the other leg. Yeah. And, and so takings, people love to talk about takings, but takings are actually, really really narrow like when the government comes and like paves over your front right your front mm-hmm. yard to like put in a highway like that's a taking but mm-hmm. this whole idea of a regulatory taking with this is what it's called a regulatory taking it's a theory that like oh they've changed they've made some regulation which has now decimated the value of whatever mm-hmm. I, I have of my thing right it's yep. a regulatory taking These cases have never gone anywhere you know historically yeah. the courts have been very very skeptical of those of those claims because basically anytime there's a regulation somebody gets hurt yeah and if you want to make a taking out of every single regulation well there's always going to be somebody who's whose nose is, is that somebody's going to get hurt there's winners yeah. and losers in everything the government does so the, the regulatory takings thing just doesn't really fly and the other thing that i think people often forget um is that the states have a lot of power mm-hmm. right the constitution leaves tremendous power to the states to For regulate sure. stuff going on In their within state. their own borders, yeah. right? Yeah. And so they, and this this issue, because it's a new issue, we've never had, mm-hmm. you know, bans before, at least as far as I know, um, maybe during World War II, they did. It's possible that at that yeah, time. Yeah, not that, that I looked, I've looked it up. I haven't seen it before. That's when like rent control and stuff started. Mm-hmm. But, Correct. You know, Rent control has always been upheld by the courts, mm-hmm. right? It's state regulation. They are completely within their power to do that. States have really, really large authority to regulate the economy within their borders. So, but we'll see. We'll see about this. This is kind of this is a new thing. This this saying yeah. you can't you can't enforce the contract that you made with this person. I suspect that that is a much more difficult issue for the courts to, to ignore. Yeah. To, to ignore or to like work to kind of work their way through. So I think that we're probably going to see some inconsistent rulings from states to state to state, depending on mm-hmm. how conservative or liberal the, the courts are in that particular state. Yeah. And I've I, talked, I've talked to a couple of attorneys who are, I guess, Supreme court expert, knowledge, like historians, maybe I don't really write the right word. They've never argued in front of the Supreme court, but they study them as their thing. Right. And what they, what they're telling me is, this will probably something like this will end up in the Supreme Court probably in 24 to 36 months, and it will yeah. it will help clean up some of the inconsistencies or noise around takings. That's what they're telling me. Yeah, 
I mean, that, that's probably true. Okay. Um, and, I think, and I think what you're going to see, though, is I think you're going to be, people will be surprised by some of the rulings that come out. Mm. I think that, I think that they're, you're going to see some states, like state courts, where people would be like, this is a slam dunk. We know like there's no way that they're going to uphold mm-hmm. eviction moratoriums. And there's going to be a few states that do. They're going to surprise people. I guarantee wow. you. Yeah, I'm um, sure. Yeah, California, <laughs> watch out. Yeah, but I'm talking about states like, I, I, you know, I would not be surprised if you see some state in the South where okay. they courts rule like this is fine because they're going to be thinking about state power and like mm. that's what the issue is like you know and so uh right. i think we'll be you'll be surprised and then then we'll we'll see the whole thing go to the supreme court eventually and the supreme court is going to determine whether you know under the fifth amendment uh mm-hmm. this is they're gonna they're gonna legal or not. but it's and, years from now i mean that's and again yeah. this crisis knock on wood is long since over the people have been crushed and decimated are oh that's it's that's back to right when the CDC did this, they knew what they were doing. They were buying time. Yeah. So I would like to talk a little bit about sort of the effect of the lifting of the bands. Sure, you know, please. So, I mean, I think there's sort of like, like a, I've, I've been seeing a lot of people who are like, it's still, I mean, listen, people's not paying you rent. Like, you know, you want, you want to be able to get rid of those folks. For sure. Um, for sure. Right. This is not what you signed up for. You didn't sign up to be a charity. You signed up to be, a business, know, yeah. Business, right? And mm-hmm. this is how you make a living. Um, so obviously, you don't want to be, you know, have the government interfering with your ability to get rid of somebody who's not paying you. Uh, that being said, I think that a lot of like celebration is premature. Oh, absolutely. I hate, th- I see all that on social media. I'm like, what are you guys doing? This is yeah. too early. I, not, not just that it's going to, well, not just that it's going to take time, but I think the other issue is, I think there's a lot of people who sort of like are operating in this mental space where it's like, well, the, the, the deadbeats are just on my property. Right. And as soon as I can get rid of them, go then I'm going to have this yeah. like flood of qualified tenants, like lining up to get into my apartments. Yeah. And I think what a lot of people are going to find is like the people coming to apply to live there are the ones who just got booted out of the place <laughs> next door. Exactly. Right. So uh, there, there may be, I, I think that, like a sudden opening of the floodgates of a, but, and then, then on top of that, you're going to have like, if you have massive eviction filings in the courts, the courts are just going to be overwhelmed, right? Like it may take months for them to work that caseload down. Right. So Mm -hmm. just on a, just like, there's only eight hours in a day, you know, in a working day. Right. Yeah. Like there's only so many eviction cases that they can literally review. Mm -hmm. And, and anybody who's ever been to landlord tenant court knows what like a crazy place that is already, right? With them trying to just like cycle through cases, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine how it's going to be when the floodgates open and every landlord is filing eviction petitions against 10, 15, 20 tenants yeah. they've got, you know? And great for the lawyers. The lawyers are going to make a ton of money. You're like if you're not a landlord tenant lawyer now and you don't, you know, you're thinking about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you, you might want to be one in about for the next 12 months. <laughs> Better study up, you know, landlord tenant law yeah. in your jurisdiction. Um, but I mean, it's, it's, it's not going to be like this bonanza that people are expecting. You're right. A, because it's going to take time. It's really going to take time to grind through it. Uh, but B, I think, um, because like I said, it, it's not just your property. It's like, it's, if you own, and this is really a C property problem, right? At the, for the most at the part, higher yeah. levels, of, for the most part, right? I mean, there's always a couple of people who game the system 
at every level, but mm -hmm. basically this is like, Agreed. If, you, if you own A or B property, maybe you've got a couple tenants where this has happened, but if you, it's the real problem was the, with the C tenants, because that's who got hurt the hardest, right? Those yep. are the people who lost their jobs. So uh, if you're like in a, in an area with C property and you have, chances are, if you have a big problem with delinquency at your property, so does everybody else right. in the neighborhood, right? So you're not, you're either going to wind up with like, you know, a bunch of tenants with evictions on their records who now are basically disqualified from renting at any place that has any kind of tenant screening process, mm -hmm. right? So that's going to lower the number of people who can rent or landlords are just going to like get people to leave without actually evicting them. They're going to say to them, Hey, look, you know, pay me what you owe me, or I'm going to file an eviction on you uh, or like just leave. Mm -hmm. Uh, because you don't want that eviction on your record because you're not going to be able to rent another apartment. Yeah. Right? So I think, I think a lot of people are going to be like working stuff out with tenants. They're going to be like letting tenants, tenants pay what they can. Mm -hmm. And, and just, they're going to have to just kind of eat that, that loss that they had because they're not going to get that back rent. The tenants most likely don't have it. It's not like they're sitting on the money in the most, you know, there may be some, but for the most yeah. part, they have been sitting on the money, just not paying you. Yeah. And, and so, you're not going to get that back rent. I think a lot of landlords are going to be in the situation, like it or not, where they're going to have to make a decision. Like, am I going to wipe the slate clean with somebody that I think is probably going to pay the rent going forward and just forget about this back rent? Or am I going to like stick to my, mm -hmm. you know, Guns, like I'm yeah. going to get that yeah. rent, whatever, or I'm going to get you out. Yeah. I mean, I think there's going to be, this is, know. this is where karma is going to come in, right? I've been saying for a long time, right? Some tenants have decided, you know, 12, 13 months ago, and I have one of them that's 11 months now that they were going to use this cancel rent idea or mantra and frankly be rude and belligerent and, you know, frankly, not good humans to, yeah. you know, to landlords. And, um, it's, it's karma time. So there, so I've had to work out payments with probably 20 different people uh, out of my portfolio. Uh, 18 of them, probably 17 or 18 of them. We just worked it out, right? They were communicating. I could see very clearly that they were impacted by this. Many of them got free or reduced rents. And I would have done this without Gavin Newsom getting in the way. Um, but I have, I have two, one's out already that chose to be non good humans. And I hit one of them already with a $30,000 judgment and I'm going to hit them for every penny. And the other one might be close to 50 grand when wow. I'm all said and done. And believe me, I wouldn't, and Gavin Newsom, you keep your damn 80%. I don't want your money. I'm going to hit this tenant because of the, just the rotten nature that they've been the last 12 months. So, so have, have you, what's this, what's the status there? Are you able to, what were you able to file against them for a judgment? Uh, so that's just uh, past rent damage to the property. Um, yeah, just I mean, that's you, it. Are you able to evict or are they, they out or like what's Yeah, the, one, one is out already for cause. They did subleasing without, um, yeah, so I, I found cause, right? Uh, yeah. And then the other one I haven't been able to. So I'm just waiting, right? Every month's another month. And right. yeah, so eventually we'll get them out. And I'm not, I, I won't, yes, Gavin Newsom will, you know, let's just say it's 50 grand. The, I'm sure I could fill out the paperwork and go collect 80% from, from good old Gavin, but nope. My, my agreement is with me and the tenant. The tenant has decided to be a bad actor and uh, time will come. <laughs> so, 
Well, keep us posted on how this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you got it. Well, I look forward to this. It's been fun. Thank you for educating us on this. What I would tell people on social media, my social media feed, because it's very real estate heavy, went bananas last night. I'm like, yeah. guys, calm down. This is this is the third time this happened. This is not going to impact us tomorrow. But it is a sign that the trend is moving and, and you know, this will be over eventually. I mean, listen, so. we, we're, let's put it this way. We're going to be back to normal, right? Yeah, by it's coming. The end of the year at the latest. Yeah. The issue really is going to be for a lot of people is like, are they going to collect that back rent or not? And I suspect that they're, they're not. And no, agreed. they're just going to have to kind of, for better or for worse, just going to have to accept it. And, uh, you know, that doesn't make anybody happy. I mean, I would certainly, I would not be happy in that situation. And frankly, might be seriously stressed out about like, well, how am I going to pay my bills with, with, without mm -hmm. this money? It, yeah. it sucks all around. Let's be, let's be clear. For sure. But I think also people need to be realistic about it too. And I think like, you know, look, the economy is, is booming. You yeah. know, you're going to have tenants who can pay coming in eventually and time to just you know, move on. Yeah. I think being a landlord next year in the, Five years after that's going to be awesome. The last year and a half, not so much, but the next five years is going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Thanks, Jonathan. Absolutely.